are listening to the DGD Podcast. Sponsored by La Touraine. Here's your hosts, Robert Reynolds and Juan Daniels. Welcome to the DGD Podcast. As the legendary Sam Ellinger, I'm quoting it, I'm back. No, I'm kidding. Fuck Texas. <laughs> this ain't about Texas. This ain't about Oklahoma. This ain't nothing but the natty tonight. We've got, obviously, Robert and Juan, along with Lee Chambers and Billy Pate. Guys, we're previewing the natty. Look, there's been, you know, everybody, this has been leading up for a long time. I think even pre, uh, really before the season, it kind of felt as if it was going to be this. It's now culminated to tonight, Georgia, Bama, the rematch of the SEC championship. Look, I wasn't on for the SEC championship game recap. It was ugly. It was absolutely <laughs> fucking ugly. We're going to talk about that and what Georgia's got to do, what Bama has to do to win this natty tonight. We're going to do that right there. First off, welcome, Lee. Welcome, Billy. Juan, good seeing you again, sir. What's going on, man? Not much. Lee, how's it going, buddy? Oh, I can't hear him. Check the audio, perhaps. Billy, welcome, sir. Hey, how's it going? Not bad, not bad. All right, guys, look. Let's go ahead and get started, but first, before we do, uh, it's sponsored by La Terrain. Y'all know it. Use code DGD at checkout. 10% off the purchase site-wide. Look, LaTerrain.com. I'm telling you right, La-Terrain, I should say, .com. And also, uh, it's a new year, new me, right? It's a new year, new me. Join the brigade today. You can support the show through Patreon, or you can join our Discord just started that up and it's already blo- uh, blossoming out. Love it. The brigade one is showing out in that Discord. Everybody's loving it. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a good time in that Discord, guys. Join it. Check out dgdpodcast.com/brigade forward slash brigade. Join the uh, join the Discord today. But enough about this. Let's go ahead and we're going to jump straight into this national title game in Indy, Georgia, Bama. Everybody wants to hear it, so we're going to go full blast into this. I'm going to let Lee, since he's the Bama fan here, I want to ask you, what what do you think leading up to this from the, you know, from the bowl game against uh, Cincinnati? What 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 has your thoughts been like in, in regards to Alabama preparing for this natty? Seems like hold on, seems like we can't hear him. Yeah, uh, Lee, we uh, check your audio, my man. You. If you might be on Bluetooth, perhaps, if you're on in your car. Um, so we'll go ahead and switch over to Billy while we get that. Te- Hold there on, you go. Lee, can we? You got me? Yeah. Yes, yeah, there we got you now. There we go. Sorry about that. No worries. So do I need to, uh, so for the question, um, are you good? Did you yeah, hear the yeah, question? I got you. I got you. Yeah, I, I'm anxious. I'm actually really anxious to see how we, how we come back to play you guys a second time around. Considering we both know that Cincinnati nor Michigan, either one, were as, as good enough good enough to beat either one of us. It wouldn't have mattered which one of us played them. Um, you know, neither one of us did anything fancy. We didn't have to do anything fancy. We just pretty much manipulated them, ran the ball down their throat, and, you know, that was it. Um, I know there was quite a few people that came out and said we didn't look very well, um, <clears throat> looked kind of bland or plain, if you will, but hell, if you rush for – over 300 yards, what do you need to do? I mean, you know what I mean? Why do you need to throw the ball? You don't need to get cute. I mean, you get that many yards just running the ball down the field, it, 
kind of reminded me of when we played Notre Dame a few years back with what was the guy's name? I had the fake girlfriend. Everybody was making fun oh, of him. Man, man That's it. That's <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. What do you – you know, so I'm really anxious to see, you know, uh, how we change, how we adapt. Because y'all aren't going to play us the same way. It'll be the toughest game of the year for both of us now. See how the defense, what we have to match up against. We won't just line up and run for 300 yards like we did against Cincinnati. I mean, everybody in America knows we're not going to do that. Um, so I'm really anxious to see how how we change, what we figure out, what plays you see, some do some things that we hadn't done all season to, to try to get an edge to get an advantage. Absolutely. I, I, look, we all I think we're all in agreement here. Bama, Georgia, I, I think we're both expecting it to be a different game from what we saw in the SEC championship game. Billy, what what do you think? We'll start off with you and then we'll hop to Juan and myself. What are your thoughts on Georgia as they went from the dominating victory against Michigan uh, in the Orange Bowl prepping for this game? What what are your thoughts? What do you think Georgia was thinking there and, and the preparation for that? Well, uh, you talk about two different teams with uh, Michigan and the uh, Orange Bowl and then Bama for this. You know, Bama's so balanced. If they want to run it on you, they'll run it on you. If they want to throw it on you, they're going to throw it on you. I, I don't think Georgia can do that. I think Georgia's going to have to mix up the run and the throw somehow, you know, get Stetson out of the pocket, let him run a few times and get downfield and make them worry about his feet a little bit if he stays in the pocket the whole game. You know, you might as well just put JT Daniels out there if he's going to do that. I mean, he's got the legs that JT doesn't have. So I think you're going to have to mix it up, let Stetson run, let him spread it out. Hopefully Pickens will be in the game and can do something downfield to stretch it. And then maybe Brock Bowers across the middle or Lab McConkey, somebody across the middle. So you got the pass game going. You got Zamir White. And uh, honestly, I think James Cook is going to be the key. James Cook running it out of the backfield or catching the ball out of the backfield. He's a tough matchup. But, you know, Bama can just line up and run it for 300 yards. We can't do that. And Bama can line up and throw it for 300 yards, and we can't do that. So, I think we got to be balanced where Bama doesn't necessarily have to do that. You know, one of my things, Juan, before I'll let you start here, one of my things to take away is was we, we gave up on the run way too early. But I know you're going to talk about this, so I'm going to let you start. What are your thoughts on prepping from, from the transition from the Orange Bowl to the national title game? Well, it was big to see how was Georgia going to respond after getting shellacked um, in, in that game? And, and were they going to go out there and um, kind of sleepwalk through that Michigan game? Or were they just going to go and, and, and just kind of show their dominance? Unfortunately for Michigan, they just did not have the offensive power. Um, um, so I, I knew that that was going to kind of be a little bit tough for Michigan. Um, but then also, too, just mentally preparing. And just like Lee said, this is not going to be the same ball game as it was before. This is going to be a, a slugfest. It's going to be the national championship. Um, is, is, is Georgia going to be able to get over the hump and get that whole thing out of their head? Um, unfortunately, a, a lot of teams are beat before they even step on the field against Alabama. I mean, Alabama just has um, that whole saying. So Kirby said it best. You're either a leader, you're not. Um, and Alabama has been historically elite. Uh, we have the team, the tools and everything to to to, you know, be on that level. But are we going to be able to do it? And then of the last you know, four or five games that we've played Alabama, we've had the lead um, and we just hadn't had you know, just done a great job of just just finishing, um, whereas Alabama just finishes because they are Alabama. So 
what are we going to do to step up? What are we going to do to 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 change? And is our preparation going to be different because Alabama just is going to go out there and do Alabama things? What are we going to do to to you know to to help us help ourselves out? We've got to run the football. No, I, I think you're absolutely right there. I, I think you know there's more to it, right? I know you talked about the run game one. I'm telling you right now, Georgia cannot play that much zone defense again and expect to win. <laughs> I'm telling no, you, sir. look, I understand, and and Lee, you'll understand where I'm coming from this. Look, the loss of Mechie is going to be crucial for mm-hmm. Georgia's success. Uh, if you go back to the SEC championship game, Georgia was kind of forced to play more zone than they were comfortable with, in my opinion, and they couldn't really play the man coverage that I think you need to do to win. With him, with him being out, I understand there's Slade Bolden, I understand there's Jacory Brooks, but let's be honest, having Mechie out on that field is a game changer, regardless of who you know who's behind him. Uh, it forces, you know, it forced Georgia to to play zone defense, in which you know Jamo torched us. Right? It, they, he, there's no re- way to get around it. He lit us. Up, he lit us up. With that being said, having him out, you know, you you still have to you have, have to account for. Jacory, you still have to account for Slade Bolton. They're they're great athletes. They're great receivers, but I think that allows. And I think that's the key for Georgia is JMO. And let's be honest, the spy right spying Bryce Young. I didn't like the fact that I saw Devonte Wyatt spying Bryce Young. You've got to do better if you're going to spy the quarterback. Uh, Bryce Young is too good. If you give him time to get in the pocket, he's going to tear you up. But you can't expect Devontae White to sit there and, you know, you just can't expect him to spy the quarterback. You know, but also, you know, who, which linebacker is going to do that? You know, I, I think I think defensively the whole game plan has got to change because they Alabama torched us. And if we don't make those changes, expect a repeat of what happened in uh, Atlanta. It's yep. period enough. Anyways, <clears throat> about that, I want to, you know, Lee, we talked about Mechie being out, right? I think Slade Bolden had a, was it, no, Ja'Cory Brooks uh, in y'all's bowl game against Cincinnati had a nice long touchdown. Do you expect, you know, do you expect Georgia to see more of Slade Bolden or do you expect to see more of Ja'Cory Brooks? You know, that's a really good question. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine uh, over the weekend I actually would not be surprised, and y'all may remember this, a few years ago when we played uh, Clemson and O.J. Howard had a breakout. You know, we really didn't use him all year, um, and he had a breakout, and he had a I – don't, I don't remember the stats, but it was a monstrous game. I wouldn't be surprised if you don't see 19 Billingsley and 81, I can't remember his last name, get more involved into the mix – just because nobody's really seen it. Those two kids are pretty good players. They're not Bowers. They're not all Americans, but they're, they're good. They're good. They're good football players. Uh, the Brooks kid is more of a game breaker. Bolden's more of that. Uh, who is it? Elderman or Elderman, you know, Edelman. Uh, yep. Edelman. Thank you. Sorry. Um, those type guys that, you know, Brady always used middle of the field slot guys. They're always open. They all seem to run good routes. Or if you think back to when Clemson beat us, I kind of use him. Now, he's not Renfro. You see him still making crazy plays in the NFL, but that's more of what Bolden does. He's more of a an in-betweener. You know, he's not as big as Pickens or anything like that. He's not going up over the top of anybody, but he's a good player. I, I, I would just be interested to see 
how we use those tight ends or if we're going to stay kind of methodical, let Bryce kind of sit in the pocket. Um, and you're right. If, if Georgia doesn't send pressure like we had against Auburn and a few other teams and knock him around and get him off balance and try to make him do some silly things, it will be a repeat because he's that he's good enough to make that happen. Now, I don't, I, I don't know that that'll happen. Um, I think Georgia is going to change some things up and send some things. Also expect to see, I'm anxiously awaiting to see which side pulls something out first, which side does something that nobody's been watching all year. You know, is there a pooch kick? Is there an onside kick? Is there a fake pun? Is there something, you know, that, that halfback pass y'all ran against Michigan. Hell, he didn't even need to throw it. He could have walked in. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, he, I, I mean, it made his stats look good. He threw a touchdown pass, but hell, he could have ran it in. I mean, it, it was so open. So I, I'm really anxious to see which guys step up. I mean, of course, you're, you're big guys. You expect them to make plays. But who who has not been – relevant's not the right word because everybody that's playing is relevant in this game. But I'm anxious to see who actually steps up, who really hasn't had some breakout stuff yet, to see if somebody else does it or if the horses <coughs> – you know, still have the big games. Uh, but I, I'm anxious to see what happens and what takes place there. Absolutely. <clears throat> Absolutely. I, look, I want to talk about the the Orange Bowl game, and it will transition into this real fast. Sesson Bennett played about as perfect as you can get. I think he missed – I think he went 21 for 31, 300 and some yards and three touchdowns. The biggest important thing right there was he did not turn the ball over. Mm-hmm. You have to do – you have to protect the ball against Alabama because, let's be honest, I hate to do this, but we're going to do it. The last two games, Georgia-Bama, right? Obviously one in uh, Tuscaloosa and then Atlanta. Is it a coincidence that the score was 41-24 both games? Pick six both games? Multiple picks both games? Careless not protecting the ball both games? I'm not I'm not bashing Stetson here 100% because there, the defense was not that great either, both games. But you have to protect the ball. That, that To protect the ball is your way to win this game. You have to. Make smart throws. There were some plays against Michigan that I – you know, rolling out, right, rolling out almost out of bounds, and he tries to throw across his body back into the, into the field of play. Throw it away. Throw it away. Because he, you know, against Bama, that's a pick. Let's be honest. That's a mm -hmm. pick. You, you have to be smart with the ball. I felt like toward the end of the season, he kind of got careless with the ball, one, And and that kind of, you know, that kind of, you can't do that against elite teams, right? And Bama's an elite team. Yeah. Um, and and so, that, that was my issue, too, even with the first podcast going before the, the SEC championship, is our offense plays right in the hands of Alabama's defense. Um, Alabama is going to struggle with the, the, the spread, that athletic quarterback, you know, that you saw, you know, when they played Florida, when they played Arkansas. But for a three tight end set or just, a, a, you know, just your traditional pro set that Georgia runs, that plays right into right into Alabama's hands. And so just like Lee said, what's going to have to happen? Who, who's going to make some kind of crazy play? Is Georgia going to have to do a fake punt, um, you know, or, or a halfback pass or, or, you know, put James Cook out in the – you know, out against a linebacker and just have him go for a go route. So Georgia's going to have to mix it up. Other than that, again, our offense plays right in Alabama's hands. Mm -hmm. Billy, 
before we get to you, I do want to mention the brigade is absolutely being elite today. Guys, we haven't even mentioned the, the brigade today. I want to hear some of these guys, man. Look, they've got some good things here. You know, I look at Patrick here saying, you know, we won't run for 300 either. You don't expect to run for 300 against Alabama, but you cannot give up on it that early, right? If, if you're down, you know, look at Michigan, right? I want to think, you know, obviously Georgia handled Michigan easily, right? But one of the things this whole season that Michigan was amazing at was even when they were down, they continued to run the ball. And, and I think Georgia has to do that regardless if you're up or down. But also, you know, I think, you know, Monken showed showed the bag, honestly. Let's think about that, right? Like that, that Kenny McIntosh play, that was beautiful against Michigan. Mm-hmm. But I think that was also a testament to how, you know, they were they were focused in on our run game and it kind of just baited guys in. And, and you know, I don't know if you see that against Bama. I think Bama's just too good to kind of see those trick plays. Play your ball, but be smart about it. You know, so that's just my thought process there. But I want to get keys to victory, right? We've talked a little bit about this, but I want to get your official key to victory for your team. What do, does Bama or Georgia have to do to seal the national title? Juan, I'll let you go first. <clears throat> um, Resiliency is, is basically what it is. Um, if they can take a page out of Texas A&M's playbook, uh, Texas A&M jumped up on Alabama. Texas A&M then gave up the lead and then were, they were beating um, – Texas A&M at the end. And then of course, Alabama, um, and you know, sorry, Alabama then jumped back up on Texas A&M and then Texas A&M came back to win. What's happened to us is we have had the lead. We've lost the lead and we were not able to overcome. Um, Texas A&M was able to do that. Um, first and foremost, secondly, we got to run the football. Um, you know, I, I've been telling people, one of the things I don't care for about Georgia's offense is just the rotation of all the backs, the rotation of all the receivers. It drives me crazy. Um, if you take a look at Alabama, before Mechie got hurt, it was Mechie, it was uh, Williamson, and it was uh, Robinson. And those guys were steady. They played the entire game, um, and they had a, 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 a great chemistry, and they make things work. Whereas we rotate Zeus, we rotate McIntosh, we rotate James Cook. Our receivers were rotating the Burtons and everybody. And then, of course, I mean, we just don't have a rhythm. Um, if, if, if they can just do that for just a half, I, I think you'll see a, a different outcome. And then defensively, uh, d- just double cover Williamson and then put a spy. I'd, I'd take N'Kobe Dean and, and, and put him as a spy and say, N'Kobe, I don't want you to tackle a single person except for Bryce if he takes off and runs because he's going to kill us. Um, if we don't have somebody for Bryce and, uh, you know, and to, you know, have somebody to account for his, his running, we're, we're going to be in for a long, long night. Billy, I'll let you go next, my man. <clears throat> uh, I, I agree with a lot of what Juan had to say. Uh, I think we uh, have got to find a way to get pressure on Bryce Hunter. Uh, I mean, Bryce Young. Um, we got no sacks. I mean, we didn't get close to him. We would, I mean, he'd have been running down the field in flag football. We couldn't even get close to him. So, I mean, you got to get pressure on him somehow. Um, and then we need some turnovers. I mean, like you said earlier, we turn the ball over, they don't, you know, and then they end up beating us by two or three scores. It's frustrating as a Georgia fan to play them so many times, have the lead, 
you know, look like you know what you're doing, you're in control, you have a chance, and then you can't finish. You know, third quarter leads, halftime leads don't really end up panning out for us. So turnovers, we got to get turnovers from them, and we can't turn the ball over. So if we can get pressure on Bryce, keep them turning the ball over and get a few ourselves, maybe a punt return, like Lee said, you know, some sort of a special teams, who's going to who's gonna do a fake punt, who's going to do a fake field goal, who's going to do an onside kick and be successful at it. It's two or three plays like that that will probably make the difference. So hopefully Georgia can get it done. You know, the funny thing about that, though, <clears throat> I don't think Georgia or Bama can pull a trick play out. <clears throat> I, I don't see it. I don't see a trick play. I'm not saying that you might not, but that's just me. I don't I don't see it. I, I really don't. Yeah. I, and before before we jump to Lee really quick, I, I, another thing that, that that I have to say is, you know, I, I see it in, in the chat, you know, where it just talks about we've got to get to Bryce Young. We got to rattle Bryce Young or get to him. We, we need to just go ahead and completely take that off the table because you're not going to rattle him. I mean, this guy has been sacked seven times. He's been down against Auburn. He's just been knocked around. It does not bother him. It does not phase him. We're going to have to get pressure and, and, and affect those other guys like Brian Robinson and, and, and Jamison Williams. We, we, uh, you know, we, we've got to affect those guys um, and, and rattle those guys because we're not going to do it to, to, to Bryce. I mean, he's just a different kind of guy, mm-hmm. which I'm, I'm pretty sure that will be one of the – the, the keys that Leo talk about, but I mean, that, that's just my opinion. It's kind of like, he's going to get his, can we stop the other guys from getting theirs? You know, well, since we're sticking on the Georgia side of things, guys, I'll, I'll give you mine and then we'll let <clears throat> Lee run his. The key to victory. And we, I know we've talked about several points here. The key to victory is keeping Bryce off the field. If you keep their offense off the field, regardless of what it means, however you do it, <clears throat> you have a good chance. Defensively, obviously, we know that we have to change the defensive scheme. I get it. I get that completely. But you have to sit there and keep Bryce Young off the field. He's too good. I don't care if it's against the Georgia defense. It's the best all time. I don't care. Bryce is an excellent elite quarterback. There's a reason why he won the Heisman. I promise you, if you keep him off the field and you sustain drives, protect the ball, you're going to win the game. Lee, with that being said, what is the key to victory? How, how What does Bama have to do to win this game tonight? What's your one focus, one takeaway? Well, one of the things that worries me is an injury. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I, and this, this sounds – I'm not the typical – Alabama fan because I don't keep up with recruiting and stats and all that kind of stuff because for me all that stuff doesn't matter until you until a game like this and you start playing some some big boy competition but if you watch that that Ole Miss Baylor game and Corral gets grabbed from behind by a big lineman and the guy rolls on his ankle or foot and he goes out if he doesn't go out Ole Miss boat races Baylor that game ain't even going to be close and Ole Miss you know, didn't have a backup. You know, that's one of the things that I I kind of thought all year for us. You know, last year we were beating people mercifully. We just scored at will, and there and so Bryce Young got meaningful, meaningful snaps last year. He got to play a lot, so he wasn't like a true freshman coming in and taking his first snaps this season. He got meaningful reps last year because we were outscoring everybody. This year. Our offense hasn't been beating people easily. 
we've we've had some struggle games. I mean, I was at the Auburn game. I was there for four overtimes. I mean, we struggled, but you know what? That ugly win is better than a pretty loss any way you cut it. It don't <laughs> matter as long as it's a W. A so win is a I, win. I, think, I really think if if we can stay healthy if and Bryce is the key, because I don't know who our backup is, and that's a shame for me to say, but I don't know who our backup is. Um, and it's just like if Stetson got hurt. Listen, I, is Stetson as good as Bryce? Well, of course not. But he's a damn good football player. He's 13-1. and one. I mean, you know what I mean? But if he gets hurt, how many Georgia fans do you think really got confidence in JT Daniels because he hadn't played? Now, yeah, JT may be able to come in and stand in the pocket and throw it 70 yards, but he hadn't played. So he doesn't have any meaningful reps. So, I, you know, I'm anxious to see, like I said earlier, how we respond the second time around what we do. Are we going to throw it heavy? Or now that Robinson supposedly is healthy, are you going to get a heavy dose of him? Are we going to are we going to try to run it and manipulate the clock and kind of game manage things, or are we going to stay like we've been and keep it wide open and sp- and just throw the ball all over the field? I don't know, but you know I like our chances as long as Bryce doesn't get hurt. If one of them big guys on that D line, or you shoot a linebacker and he doesn't see him and just happens to catch him, because he ain't that big, you know what I mean? He ain't that big, but he's a hell of a football player. So I, I'm more, more worried about that, one of our linemen, because, again, I was at the Auburn game. I watched the replay of the Auburn game and saw our offensive line get their ass whooped for four quarters, except for, you know, a minute, 30 seconds in the fourth and then in overtime. And then what we did against y'all, um, and that's, you know, we played much better, but it was two different offensive lines. Those kids made a monumental change in one week. If we can protect him, we'll be fine. If we play like we did against Auburn, it, it worries me big time because I'm worried about Bryce's health. So that, for me, it's strictly keeping him upright and keeping him healthy. Um, and I'm anxious to see how Robinson plays since they, they're saying he's 100%. Now, y'all all know, you don't know if he's really 100% or not based off of health reports. But if he is, I'm anxious to see how we respond in that regard. Uh, but I do agree with all three of you guys from the Georgia standpoint. You got to disrupt them. You got to get some pressure on him. You mm-hmm. got to make some other people make plays. If you let him make all the plays again, it, you're, it's going to be a long night for for the dogs. And you know that's just that's just the way it is. Yeah, look, Georgia fans have been, you know, we've been hounded by 1980, 1980. Going into the season, Georgia Georgia fans knew that this probably was the best team that we've had in quite some time. And it just works out, that, you know, how crazy of a year it's been, right? But, you know, looking at the scope of, you know, college football, right? Ohio State has a down year, it seems like. Uh, Clemson, down year. You know, and there was also questions about Bama at, at some point, right? When you start to see games play in close with Florida and, and Auburn at the end of the year, there were questions there, but look, Bama is going to be Bama, okay? Like, and Lee said it the best. You know, there's there were some questionable games, but then you go a week later, and and Bama plays probably the best game they've played all year by far. George, I think Georgia's expecting that kind of uh, out, output, so I think you're going to see the game plan kind of show that. But look, you know, like like Lee said, I don't know their backup. I don't even – if a Bama fan's in here, please tell me your backup. (laughs) 
I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll tell you this. The reason why I say that, the reason why I say that is this. In the past, Georgia fans know this, we know this all too well. What's been the one kryptonite for Georgia in, in meaningful games against Alabama? We can look at the national title game. We can look at the SEC championship game the following year. Juan, what was that? What was that one piece right there, the kryptonite of Georgia? We don't we just don't prepare for their quarterbacks. <laughs> I mean, what, what one year we have no no idea about Tua. Um, we figure two out. We have no idea about, um, you know, Hurts, who that, that still hurts, no pun intended, to this to this day. And then, of course, you know, when I was talking about before, before the SEC championship, you know, we, we've got to account for Bryce Young running the football and he outrushes all of our running backs. <laughs> it's just like. Just prepare for that, you know, just, you know, I, I hope that they, they know something about the backup quarterback in the event that he has to come in. I'm with you. I, and Bro2128 says that Nick Saban knows who the backup is, and that's the scary thing. And he is yeah. not wrong at all. Not wrong at all. Look, <laughs> but look, let's be honest, though, right? Bryce Young is, you know, there was questions, you know, looking into Bama and their quarterback success and their progression. You know, going from, you know, going from Jalen Hurts to Tua, Tua back to Jalen. You know, then you got Mac Jones. Then you, now you got Bryce Young, like, He's got the quarterback situation figured out to a point where you just plug and play. You just plug and play. You have to try to I – mean, look, you're not going to be able to do it 100%, but you have to do your damn best to limit Bryce Young. If you can do that, Georgia is going to win a national title game. Look, and, and you know what? Georgia fans, are we are chomping at the bit. Look, Lee, I don't know if you follow it. But if you've if you've been on social media, you can hear calling the dogs. You can hear people barking at all times of the night. Georgia yeah, fans so. are absolutely fucking. They're absolutely fucking ready for this. And you know what better way to do it if Georgia were to win tonight than with you know the story of Setson Bennett playing your quarterback. Like, like I want to take a second here, right? Because there's been so many critics of Setson Bennett. It's a, it amazes me his story, right? And and I've even went on you know beforehand and, and questioned his ability to get us here and, and win this game. It's honestly to me, I think Bama's his hurdle. And and statistically throughout the games, if you watch him, you kind of see it, right? He's won basically all the games this year. And, you know, he played well last year. He can he can win about every important game, but can he get over? Can he get over Bama? And like I said, I think you have to see him play it perfect. I, I really do. I, I think Stetson has to play perfect. But I'm telling you now, if he does and or Georgia wins tonight, what better way, what better story, I should say, for Stetson Bennett? It'll, he'll be the new Rudy. They're going to make a movie about it for sure. <laughs> oh, dude. There's no, no if-ands or buts about it. I just hope I'm in the movie. That's, that's... Look at that. You know what? One, one, I can see that happening. I could. Yeah. Yeah, Billy they won't be in the movie because he's he was hanging out in the lobby with the black fella. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I, I hate little to, Jerry Maguire reference. I hate to do this to you, but I'm gonna have to skip. Uh, I got my phones blowing up over here. I got some work to handle. All right, just give oh, us your prediction real quick. That's all we want. Their score prediction. I, score prediction. I don't have a score prediction, so this is what I'll tell you. If Georgia wins, I will be happy for you three guys and Robert. You can ask Juan and Billy. I'm not an arrogant Alabama fan. I'm extremely happy and blessed that we've been on the run we've been on. 
So I don't rub that in people's faces. And I got quite a few bets out there right now. And not many of them are monetary. But I have several dinner dinner bets. If Alabama loses, I'll, I'll be wearing Georgia gear while I eat dinner with those people. <laughs> wow. And look. All right, buddy. Look, I don't know. I think we might have lost Lee. Lee, thank you for coming on, talking Natty with us. Uh, I know you said you got some work to do, so we're going to let you hop out. Look, guys, it's been a pleasure having him on the brigade. Wish him well. And, uh, you know, we're coming, we're coming back, right? You're looking at Georgia. You're talking score predictions, Juan. You called it out. Let's hear your score prediction. Well, um, originally, this is my original thing. I, I was a, a 31 to 10, you know, Georgia wins. But, you know, I, obviously I want to, you know, be be more reasonable. I'm a huge Patrick Oliver fan. I, I think everybody knows that. So when he throws up a score prediction, I'm all over that. Patrick Oliver then decides to go with Bobby Duncan, who I know Bobby Duncan, we've uh, just like Lee and, and and Billy, we've all played flag football together, all good friends. So I, I'm going to go with the, with the Patrick Oliver slash Bobby Duncan score, uh, Georgia 28, Alabama 24. Giving the shout out to Patrick there. I see. Yes, sir. Billy, dude. what is your score prediction? Uh, I kind of feel the same way as the rest of those guys. We put 24 on them with a poor performance. Hopefully the defense will show up this time and limit Bama's options and opportunities. But I'm going to go with uh, Georgia 31-28. Fair enough. I guess that leaves my score prediction, I suppose. Um, let's do this right here. I think it's a race to 30. Uh, um, Georgia, first off, you have to get to 30, right? We saw it the last couple times we played Bama, like I said, 41-24. And honestly, with, with, with Bama's offense, the way it is, you know, I, they're going to get 30. So Stetson better buckle up his boots and put on his mailman hat and deliver an excellent performance because you're going to need it. But also, don't you know? Don't put it all on Stetson. Your your defense has got to step up, Georgia. If you're listening to me, if you're a player and you're listening to me, be elite. You're either elite or you're not. We've heard it all year. The head ball coach Kirby Smart has been saying it since the beginning. Now is your chance to <clears throat> prove if you are elite or not. Make history for Georgia. But you got to play fundamental complementary football. You have to play. That way, uh, you know, looking at Keeley, looking at DK, I hope you play man coverage, and I hope you're physical as shit. Get get in his face, get Jamo's face, get in his face, and and cause and make him work off the ball every single play, because you know if you do that, that half second he, extra he got to work is a half second your defensive front, your front seven, can possibly get to Bryce Young. Georgia, you've got to play man defense at all costs. I think even, you know, Kirby, in my opinion, Juan, is so is so scared to, you know, of, of getting burnt and, and giving up explosives. That's why we play the defense what we do. When it comes to this right here, you've got to take – look, this is the last game of the season. You have to take risks, play man coverage, trust your front seven to get home. We didn't get home one time in the SEC championship game. You have to get home. Against Bryce Young, if you can if you can rattle like if you can get to him, and make him work and extend play, you know like he's going to be that athletic. He can extend plays, make him run outside, 
Don't let him run up through the middle. He keep burnt us so bad last time. He period, period. You sit there, you thought you had it covered, and he just runs up the middle. People underestimate his athleticism. I think Georgia sees that in the film study prior up to uh, leading up to this. You have to account for him up the middle. That's where the spy comes in. My score prediction, 34-31 Georgia on a last-minute, I would say last-minute drive. Go ahead, Phil Go to win. That's that's a perfect I hope that's so. a perfect seal for what Georgia needs to do to win this national title game. That'd be perfect. So. That'd be the perfect story. Perfect story. Hey Juan, yeah. Lee just texted me. He said, "Make my prediction for me." So Lee predicts Georgia forty to nothing. Oh man, that's what I'm talking about. We have a <laughs> defector. That, We've got a defector. Get that rat poison the hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> get that rat poison out of here. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> all right, guys. That's all we're gonna do for now for the for the podcast portion. Stick around. On that note, guys, Juan, it's been a pleasure for this national title preview. Billy, been a pleasure having you, my man. Thanks so much. Yes, sir. With that being said, though, guys, go dogs. Go dogs. Go dogs. Thanks for listening to the DGD Podcast. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and to the DGD Podcast YouTube channel where you can watch live Mondays and Fridays at noon Eastern. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at the DGD Podcast. And check out the website at www.dgdpodcast.com.